Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Very good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be focusing on ladies' football, but unfortunately, it's not on pitch matters we're discussing. Okay, so I'm delighted to be joined by three members of the Cavan ladies' senior football team. Nasa Board, the current captain of the side, Lauren McVitie, vice captain last year, and Ashlyn Shorten, um, AFL player and, of course, Cavan senior ladies' footballer. I'd love to say we're, we're coming here to talk about wonderful occasions and, and, and what you're doing on the pitch. But unfortunately, there's issues going on that are affecting performance on pitch. And something that I, I know we're after having a conversation for about a half an hour. You are all extremely uncomfortable about being in this situation. But Nessa, do you want to give us an explanation or, or a kind of a brief overview of what exactly is going on here? Because I think there's a there's. A disagreement going on here that needs needs airing. Yeah, so look, firstly, I want to start by saying that this is not a personal attack on anybody in Cavan Ladies County Board. And speaking out was really a last resort for us, but we feel change needs to happen and it has to happen soon. Uh, we're very grateful for all that is being done at the minute, but for Cavan Ladies to progress and make the strides that we are capable of making, we feel like we need to speak out and make the people of Cavan aware of what's really going on. Um, over the last number of months, we've been in a constant battle with our county board over issues such as expenses, gear and player welfare. Um, we've met numerous times throughout the year and have requested to meet over the last few weeks, but every date we've suggested doesn't seem to suit the county board. Um, and we've been asked then to meet just as player representatives alone and a separate meeting will take place with the management at a later date. Uh, we as players felt like all our issues should be um, met and dealt with as one um, at the start of the year myself as captain the GPA rep our flow and our manager all met with the county board to sign a squad charter uh, the aim of the squad charter is to establish agreed standards and provisions for the year ahead uh, there's six areas addressed in the squad charter and it's physical support performance support facilities nutrition expenses and gear on the 15th of January, we signed this squad charter along with the county board and we were promised that such provisions would be put in place, that all efforts were being made to make the inter-county experience an enjoyable and professional one. But unfortunately, here we are now, nearly at the end of the National League and our contract has been broken. And it, it's something, as you said, it's not, it's not enjoyable. You're you're concentrating on stuff. I know uh, when we're recording this, you're in preparation for a, a very important league game um, coming up at the weekend. But So we can start off, I suppose, maybe in the, the expenses and the mileage area. So just to go back into that charter, which I have in front of me here, and it is in black and white and signed by both players, representative captain, management and members of the county board. 
that agreed mileage for players travel from college to training sessions um, and agreed time frame to submit expenses to be dealt with. Can you explain what has happened so far this year? Have players coming from college been given their expenses? Uh, So not necessarily, not what was agreed that night on the charter. So we're in a very different situation this year that we have 20 players based in Dublin um, all between the ages of 18 to 26 with only one player working full time. So we had asked the county board that the girls that are driving down on Tuesday nights for training get expenses. Um, one week, girls received €30 euro for driving down, which was four cars got €30. Euro. And then the next week, one car drove down and they got €30. Euro. But since that, we've received nothing more. And girls are constantly driving down the road, not getting a penny. Um, so with, and without these girls at training, we just simply have no training midweek. And just this week, um, on Tuesday last, our manager, Jerry Moan, actually paid for a bus to come down the road to get the girls from Dublin to bring them to training because we had no other option to get them. So out of his own pocket? Out of his own pocket. And we've also learned this week that other members of the management team have been paying girls or giving them something to fill their cars with diesel because there's just no other way to get them down the road because girls can't financially like deal with the burden that coming down the road is. Yeah. Yeah. As you said, only one person in employment of, of those that are based in Dublin. I done a quick calculation um, in preparation for this and I was saying if you were leaving Parnell Park in Dublin and coming down to Cavan and back up again, just on fuel alone, that's 36 euro. Just on fuel alone, average size car. So, you know, 30 euro doesn't even cover the fuel. Lauren, I know you're based in Dublin. You're, you're one of the ones <coughs> up there. Um, you, you were telling me before about the mileage that you covered last year. Um, maybe you, you'll, you'll expand a wee bit with that because it'll give people an idea of both time, mileage and, and effort that it takes to become a, a county player. But last year you definitely done the world and twice over. Yeah, um, I have a golf that's racking up the kilometres. You can say that much. But um, I suppose last year as part of... um at the end of the year we kind of had to do up our mileage and I calculated that between trainings uh, gym sessions and matches last year I would have driven 16,783 miles um so yeah look I suppose it's it's, it's an awful lot it's a phenomenal amount. I, I'm just thinking about the difference in the price of a car that has 16,000 extra miles on it you know <laughs> never mind the cost of the diesel petrol on that but you got no travel expenses for that last year. No, no, I did not. Um, yeah, I suppose it's for this year. It's it's just frustrating because there, as Ashling, we were talking about it earlier. There was a couple of trainings where the girls in Dublin didn't travel down, and you were left with seven or eight on the back pitch in Breffney trying to, you know, do mm. a training session, which just isn't feasible. Um, and it's not that the girls in Dublin don't want to come down. It's just. You know, it's I. You just can't afford it. And there's yeah. only yeah. a certain number of people that actually have cars and driving. I think it's just important as well to note that, um, you know, there's members of the county board that was probably different this year to last. So we're not 
talk you know we're not complaining about not getting expenses last year it, but we're just using last year's stats numbers, and numbers because yeah. it's the, it's the same thing we're still training kind of the same hours and stuff so we're just kind of using that as an example to kind of base it off what kind of it might average out at by the time this year is completed so um but yeah we don't have not everyone has a car in dublin so we are filling up the cars when we can Um, even girls are traveling to different parts in dublin to get into the car with certain people because um they don't all live in the one area and um yeah so it's you know we had a train in there we had eight and then another had another one where we had 12 and there's only so much you can do and then it comes back to then not being able to do that much at training so that girls that maybe are fighting to try get their place on the team we can't do a proper training session Ooh. so maybe they're not getting their chance to show themselves like they obviously are training to the best they can but you can't do certain things and then you're relying on a friday training which is two days before a game and there's only so much you can do so like it has like a whole knock you know on knock on effect on everything yeah in, and in the group. I was saying like we don't want to make comparisons but I suppose we can look to our male counterparts for yeah. a little bit of like you can see what they do and how well that they're looked after and rightly so and we're definitely not taking a hit at them but we were just saying that if um Lauren was to drive from UCD to Breffney Park and use the 70 cent per mile that the men get, it would be 120 euro for the night. So we were happy at the start when the girls were getting 30 euro, which then was just pulled from us for absolutely no reason. So, yeah, it just and, and, and just to clarify here, Ashley, you're currently based in Cavan. What are you looking for if we have missed players? Like, I don't even think we're looking for anything. I think it's more so the players coming from Dublin, like, um, you know, you know, people offering up to go up to Dublin to bring them down, and like managers paying for a bus to get girls down, like it's, you know, it just has a knock on effect and everything. But no, for the Calvin based players, you know, we're not looking for anything. Like, we'll deal with not getting expenses. Like that's fine. But it's the ones coming from Dublin. Like it is a long trip, um, from yeah. UCD or DC or wherever it is down to Breffney Park. Do you know that kind of thing? So and yeah. like, I, girl, I yeah, I think it's just. For like us to get a fair representative of our team, like we should be able to have a full training squad in one place on a Tuesday evening. Yeah. That's kind of the bare minimum, minimum standards uh, of a county of an intercounty team. And I just know for a fact that as a student, if you're spending your money, you know, trying to do a return trip from Dublin, it's up to fifty euro. Um, with well, for us, me anyway, it's seven euro total one way. So. The financial yeah. pressure, like girls literally have to weigh up. Do I come down the road and put myself under financial pressure or do I want to like not go to training and not get playing at the weekend then? Because if you're mm. not at training, the lads can't see how you're performing. So it's a real like mentally as well for girls to be put in that situation to nearly have to decide what am I going to do this week? Am I going to drive and be out money or do, am I going to make the trip and hopefully get played you know I'm, like I'm just thinking as we're talking here and I haven't discussed this with you before but like the time commitment that it takes to be a county footballer the, between as you said Lauren the gym the training sessions everything else around it it doesn't leave a lot of time for part time work or anything else on top of it so where are the girls getting their money is, is this being supported by parents at the moment or you know it's it, it can't be easy for girls to be trying to be a county footballer and earn no money. Yeah, I think that's uh, time management skills definitely have to be at their highest yeah. level when you're um kind of, I know myself, I have a Saturday job. Luckily enough, our, our games are on a Sunday. 
Um, but I know lots, lots of girls who have had to give up their part-time jobs because of it being maybe on a Sunday and, you know, clashing with, with games. So yeah, essentially it is probably going to be coming from parents, which is not, it's, it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it, you know, you wouldn't hear that in the male, um, counterpart. And I also was saying to the girls earlier, I don't think parents are even aware of the expense that girls are out. Like I actually don't, there's a lot of people that have no clue what we're out and like I was saying like you don't go your parents are proud that you're playing for Cav and you don't want to go and say Jesus it's a toss up between playing for Cav and or having being out money like you know it's it's a horrible situation to be put in you probably you don't want to have the financial burden discourage people from playing or somebody say well I can't afford to play for the Cav and seniors yeah. But that's the thing. I think if you look at the last few years and look at the standard of Cavan underage ladies football, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Like look at under 14s, under 16s. There is some amazing players and there has been like through the ranks. But I think if you look at the drop off rate, um, I know me and NASA, there's only a few of us that's in our year. Players have got to college, but they don't have the money to come down to training or there was no way to get down to training. And there is a drop off. And I do think that it's linked Um, when you can't get girls down and then you know and I think if they need to sort something now especially with all the talent we still have coming through you want to maintain them and keep building a stronger Cavan ladies team yeah I would worry just about like we have so many young girls this year the majority of them are in Dublin and I'd hate for a bad experience this year to put them off playing next year that's the thing like so talk to me basically I'm just working out here that the the inter-county season roughly half the year was it 26 weeks and even if you have... We had 35 last week. 35. Last year was what we had. So if if you have five cars coming down and you're given 30 quid a car, it's 150 euro a week. And you're at 35 weeks. So you're at 5,000 euro. 5,250 euro would cover all of the travel expenses. It's not that hard to get, but... No, and you'd hope that by spending that money there, our performance levels, our training... Our like Everything attention to detail standard, yeah. would go up. Like you know, we still at the end of the day are expected to go out and win every game that we're playing. Yet our girls aren't at training. So yeah. and you're trying to build that connection as NASA just mentioned. There's only girls. It's their first year on the county panel that we're all playing together. And when you're only potentially getting to train once on a Friday with them, and then you have a game, and if they don't get playing on the Sunday you know you're getting to briefly see them on a Friday like it's even hard to build that team connection but I think it's it's important to note that we have offered to do a fundraiser I think that's the thing we're not just asking the county board to fork this out of their own pocket we've actually asked can we do a fundraiser which we will then put that money towards paying for expenses and we were told no explain that to me so why were you told no um, you tell me Damien <laughs> no reason has been given as such um, so what was the offer of the fundraiser like, so we had said that we had done one years ago um, when we wanted to get money for like a bonding session years and years ago we done an Easter camp because so many of our players are teachers mm. and like I've ran camps before like absolutely had no problem doing it and we all would give up our time at Easter to do a camp and we were told no that it would have to be passed by the executive and the finance committee and that wasn't a road that we were going down so we literally like we are not asking for money off them we are asking can we fundraise to fund our own expenses yeah. for the girls from Dublin 
that know. that we want to do it that like and that's uh, everything aside as well I just would uh, like from talking to the girls like I can imagine how well an Easter camp would go down mm. or a summer camp like ran by a county ladies team like and I as I just mentioned the the standard of the underage coming through from under tens all the way but up. But the like, amount of girls in Calvin playing football you is know, amazing. Yeah. But then and it builds as well that they see you in that coaching environment and then it again it builds them coming to your games. Like it all like everything's yeah. interlinked. Yeah. But yeah, like I think, you know, an and Easter I'm, camp would have been an absolutely amazing idea or something along that line. Like but. every coach at the camp was going to be a Calvin senior ladies player, like you yeah. know Which yeah. was gonna bring kids. it was gonna promote Calvin ladies if anything else. Yeah. Not only raise money but it was going to promote yeah. the us and, and the aspect of it yeah yeah it's, it, it, that one, that's one I definitely can't get my head around a no to that yeah and like we're here now like Easter is what like two weeks away you yeah. know so it's kind of dragging it down the like you know they're kicking the ball down the line and like if we were going to run one we would have wanted to get permission as such yeah you yeah. know well, last week or whatever to, exactly like it was and it wasn't going to just be a thrown together thing like we're all adults and we've all done these this before like we know how to do something well you know and we've so, had to turn to this sorry and um, we've had to turn to this because the charter was broke yeah do you know so that was us turning saying right well like we know you won't agree to give us the expenses now so now can we do this like it's i feel like it's we're constantly you know, trying to fund and ourselves. Again, like, we had no problem doing that camp. But, yeah. like, should we really... We are the busiest people probably at the minute. Like, should yeah. we have to... And we had no problem doing that. That's not yeah. the point. But really, should we be spending our Easter getting money for ourselves? So, you've you've got a problem. You offered a solution. And you got a no to the solution. Has there been any counter back to say, well, this is our... No. side of it no what's happened that there's been such a breakdown in communication I really don't know what and that's the thing that was the whole thing as well about meeting and meeting as a team and with management and stuff and that's a no and it's just I you just wonder about having the Calvin lady's best interest at heart to yeah. be honest and that's I can see you in your face on this podcast so nobody else can see you but your 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 face changed when you said that yeah. you don't like saying that no, no, I don't. And I just, I think they just need to look at it from, I I really would love them to put themselves in our shoes and imagine them driving down from Dublin and back up and you're back at 12 at night. You're in college the next morning. You might be in placement somewhere in Dublin, you know, yeah. things like that. I'd love for them to just take a second, sit back into our position and how would they feel and what would, what way would they want to be treated? Whereas I feel like they're not doing that. And like, again, we we really didn't want this to happen this year. There was a charter put in place. You know, everything was going to be, you know, we had everything planned out and then it's just like, oh, well, that actually means nothing. You know, we signed that for no reason. Like, mm-hmm. that, that, it's yeah. not good enough. I know you've some more figures and just out of curiosity, so you worked out, NASA, your expenses last year, as in the mileage you done just in and out from Cavan and around Cavan and what that would have worked out as if you were a, a men's footballer, yeah. So basically, we had kept record of all our mileage from last year and using the men's seventy cent per mile or whatever. And this, we've actually had more gym sessions this year. But just going on last year, it would have been four thousand eight hundred and thirty six miles. So that totals up to three thousand three hundred and eighty five euro. Oh. Yeah, that's a Calvin based player, and that's a Calvin based yeah. player. That, so the the point being though that 
you're still not even asking for that. No, not, I wouldn't have been. Looking. I'm not really asking for anything for yeah. myself. Um, but it's just for the girls coming so, down from Dublin. So what exactly are the GPA doing for you here? Yeah, so I've been in consultation with the GPA over the last few well weeks and months. And, you know, they were really advising to meet them, you know, to talk it out or whatever. But unfortunately, we're to gone past to meet the county, county board. board. Sorry. Okay. But unfortunately, we've gone past that and we feel like meeting them at the minute has it's just going to kick it further down the line and nothing has been done. Um, I do have to say, like the GPA have been making great strides for equality and trying to progress the ladies game. Um, yeah. So to be very clear, every year, each player receives a yearly grant from the GPA and the government and it's in recognition of playing sport at a high level. Yeah. The GPA distribute that grant, grant. that is paid by the government. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's to all men's and ladies, ladies footballers. footballers yeah. 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 So this is not an expenses grant and I think that's yeah. very um important to make clear to people. It's not an expenses grant as such, but it's an overall like sustenance grant to make up for all the money that we would have been out along the way. So, for example, nutrition um, rehab, you know, if you had to go ice baths or anything like that uh, and for gear, like the buying off your boots, gloves um, mm-hmm. and then obviously travel expenses can you can use it for that, but it does not cover. The no, it does not cover a fraction of the cost that we were out. So. Um, for example, last year I received nine hundred euro in December from the GPA for the twenty twenty one twenty two season, um, and like that when calculated, that's what I'm saying with the mileage from the men, uh, the three thousand three hundred and eighty five. Like, there's your difference, and on top of that, men's figure they would also be getting that nine hundred euro. So and it would also be getting food and the, allowance on top of that, or basically what I know. Yeah. There's, there's, they're, they're handed bags of food going out from every train. Yeah, and then they get their food allowance as well. And like we, we are really grateful. Like we, like there was years back where we didn't get food, and we do now get meals after training and games, which is massive. But I suppose in terms of that grant, if I lived at Tract Motors and walked down to training, or I live in UCD. Everyone gets nine hundred euro. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't. That's it's, why it's that's not. That's why it's not an expensive, expensive grant. grant. Yeah, it's not related to travel. It's not designed no, to be related no, to travel. No, I remember no. when it was being brought in that there was a debate around whether intercounty players, both men and women, should be just given a tax rebate of some sort to, to compensate. And this was what they came up with instead. It was a flat fee yeah. across mm-hmm. the whole lot that was being paid. So this isn't. That 900 has nothing really to do with this discussion. No, no. and every time that grant is given out at the end of the year, there is questions. Like, people do ask, well, I live in, let's just say, Mahara, and someone else lives in Kiligary. But they're all getting the same because it's not to do with expenses. It's a flat rate grant from the government. It it, it probably is to do with expenses, but not travel. Travel expenses, expenses. sorry. It's to do with the expense of being... As you said, boots and and, and all the different wear and tear that that is taken on board. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, 
Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Speaking of boots, then we, we, we might as well move on to gear because the second part here that we have on their gear is in the in the charter as again just to state clearly agreed to by all parties here and it says training training and match gear to be arranged for the team in a timely manner now we're here on the 16th of march you have four league games played thing right saying or three four five 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 league games played have you got gear yet this year we have shorts and socks Shorts and socks. For match day only. For match day only. Okay. And just to note, some girls have not played for Cavan before. So this is their only Cavan gear that they have right now. Is a pair of shorts and socks. And, socks. and one one pair? One or pair. Multiple one, pair? one pair. One pair. Thankfully though we got them um was it before our first league game? It's because the Saturday before the Saturday because yeah. the Friday actually before we put out a message in the group, just if anyone has spare cabin gear please bring it so I was lucky I have a few sisters on the team um, that like weren't playing so I was able to bring some of my sisters gear but they didn't need it in the end because we got our shorts and socks on the Saturday but yeah like it's but like going into the Armagh game I'd lie if I didn't question was Armagh doing the same thing were they filling up their gear bags with Armagh stuff to hand out to the girls that are new into the panel to wear for their game on Sunday against Cavan I highly doubt that they were you know yeah, whether they were or they weren't, it, it, it's actually irrelevant here. Yeah. So you yous were two days out from the opening round of the second most important competition of the year to you and you were worried whether you'd have shorts and socks. Like that that's not good preparation on it. No, no, definitely not. Um I just yeah, I suppose we've heard comments back um from certain people saying, you know, cabin ladies are all worried about their gear. We really aren't. It's when you have the new players coming in and they literally are coming in their club gear for our challenge games and we look like a disjointed squad club team, club team essentially yeah landing up to play for example we played down and they ran out in a full kit and they were in complete uniform and we yeah. just looked like an amateur, amateur. outfit it was yeah. not professional and I like it doesn't bother me as a player I don't think about what I look like in the warm up but it does just it identity, creates, yes it? it creates a I suppose divide um, when it really should be a union yeah yeah no I, I remember talking many years ago with, with coaches around this and around the importance of of everybody wearing the same gear and how it makes people feel part of that group. It's and mentality and identity, identity. and it's yeah. you, you want to be proud to play for Cavan. Not yeah. everybody gets the it. chance to play for Cavan. So, you know. But it builds a standard in the team as well. And again, you want to be your senior team, you want to be creating elite standards. I know it's an amateur environment, but you want to be building elite standards. And they're little 1% things. They're not this massive thing like yeah. a pair of shorts and socks is not that big of a thing and that's it's a 1% thing that you want to get right and you can't and like you have to ask yourself if you had a club game 
how would it men or women how would it be if you, a player turned up in completely random gear not at your club like gear I you'd be kind of looking at, and stuff yeah I wouldn't play a club game in <laughs> not my Mullahorn gear like yeah. a, a, a proper game like fair enough if it's a challenge people whatever but you you have these little standards and we're talking about a county set up here so mm-hmm. um, again I just think it's little things like this can build an elite standard and we're just not getting them and it's very hard to build the standard yet they're asking us why aren't we getting there and the things is there in plain sight so again to take it back to the men's Laura you you know from from Dara the amount of gear that they get so you're talking about you know I'd imagine it's it, it's four or five hundred euros worth of gear per person it's very Easy. very close to it, per, yeah. per person per year so you know what did you get last year we didn't actually get any gear last year. We had agreed that um, I think kind of as players, um, we had got gear the year before that, and we said that we don't want to actually waste. There's no we point in wasting suppliers. money. Yeah, we we're changing suppliers, um, and we were happy with what we had and that we were going to save. So we actually the GPA actually give out um, a grant to they gave out a grant to our team of two thousand five hundred euro put aside just for gear. Um, for that year and because this we didn't this is last year okay. and we decided that it would be kind of silly to use it when we had the gear from the previous year and we would kind of put a ring around it and save it to use with our new supplier for this coming year okay and it hasn't that 2500 hasn't been used this year well look we have been told that gear has been ordered but as you say like we're going into game six now and we haven't heard anything about the gear and also just to note we have two new girls that have come into the panel in recent weeks, one which started our last game and she couldn't commit earlier because of placement. So she's come in now and she's good enough to be there. And she has, well, she doesn't know this, but she's been told there won't be gear for her. So she's expected to tug out for Cavan for the remainder of the league and the championship, but not wear Cavan gear. No, there's no gear. No more money is being spent on gear is what we've been told. And again, again, we had said, that's fine. We'll fundraise. Let us put an order in with the suppliers. And no, we're not allowed to go to the suppliers. Unless we give her a different brand to her, which again, it's like, you don't want all of us in the proper brand that we are now working with. And then someone in a completely, something completely different just because. And again, I kind of want to take this back a little bit. So there was an issue over, the supplier last year we'll not name any suppliers and such but that the amount of wear and tear it wasn't it wasn't holding up so you were looking for uh, a change in supplier yeah look and we had said as well like it wasn't that we wanted like you know the men have so much stuff and it's fantastic but we didn't even want half that stuff we had said you know quality over quantity because we would have other years got a you know we would have got a few things or whatever yeah. but we said look two maybe training tops um you know two pairs of shorts a windsheet or yeah. things like that but um yeah we haven't i think as well like just this would be something i'd love to envision with calvin is that we all turn up to train in, in the one gear you know we're one team um so uh, we train tuesday thursday we're one top on tuesday where, or choose a Friday wear one top on a Friday the top that you wore on Tuesday will have time to be washed you can wear it Sunday to your game everyone's wearing the same thing and I think it's um, I think if you look at any of the kind of teams if you probably look at Dublin I imagine they 
probably would do something similar. So, yeah. and like, look at that's, you know, that people might think that's something silly, but I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm very much about trying to build elite standards in this environment. And I just think maybe everyone training in, in calving gears, you know, is something achievable, but I think it'd be something great if we could do maybe sooner rather than later. I suppose you're coming from an environment where you, you know, yeah. elite. Yeah. So, you know, that, that I presume that's just normal. In, yeah, in the you would not be allowed to turn up in any type of gear that would have a wrong sponsor. So every year there might be a new sponsor, maybe not. If I would not be allowed to turn up in training with a sponsor that is not currently with my team, or else I would be told to that would have to be gone. You're mm. not allowed. It's yeah. no matter if no one sees you training, you're not allowed to wear the incorrect sponsor, and you have to wear your specific gear, and we had specific tops to wear on certain nights. She's so told this is the gear. This is the gear. That's the night you have to yeah. wear it. And, and, and turn work. up to games into the in the crack gear with the crack sponsors because teams are there's companies sponsoring you it's you, it's yeah. the least thing you can do for them is to wear the you know that I'm not wearing a sponsor that sponsored Calvin three years ago because yeah. do you know it's the, something simple and again I I know we're maybe jumping into something that that's a little bit off on it but yeah. they they look like there was it was very close to the the ladies wearing the same gear as the men's having the same sponsors everything aligned and that that kind of fell at the at the last hurdle was that something that the ladies were were keen to happen yeah us as players definitely like i hopefully someday yeah would hope to be still playing football when we're all the one like the men's yeah. women's and camogie like we all have family members that play say men's football or camogie like I know with our club Chris at all we're all the one club you pay your membership for the one thing and it works brilliantly now I know it's a club level but of course we want to be wearing the same jerseys that the men are wearing like we're all yeah. from Cavan at the end of the day like I said I want my niece to be able to walk in to the sports shop and buy a Cavan jersey. jersey and it's not it's a Cavan ladies jersey or a Cavan men's jersey it's a Cavan jersey you and know? I think it's the funny like it's not that the men doesn't want that either the men actually mm. are very you know w- want that too and I think like that's the thing the big thing is that we the both of us want to really work together and get that kind of one county standard but yeah, I, I, something obviously went on that just, that didn't happen. I know you're clearly is on, so at any point, because this was very, very close to happening this year. In fact, the mm. Cavan men's board put in a lot of groundwork and, and, and had this, they thought, over the line. Were you ever consulted around the decision to pull away from that agreement with, with the three sponsors that are on the men's jersey and O'Neill's? No, not once. You never consulted? Never. And it I know, really, yeah, we were all, to be honest, it was a big disappointment from a player Massive, point of view yeah, that, very. you know, we actually, I just remember at the beginning of the year hearing that at long last we were going to have the same crest. It's a very small thing. And I'd say most people in the county mightn't even think of it or recognize it. But as Nasa was saying earlier, lots of times we'd be wearing our cabin ladies jersey and get asked, what club do we play for? It's not recognized. And just in general, if you play for Cavan, it should be a Cavan crest in my eyes anyway I yeah, think yeah. it should be a we're all under the one umbrella but, no. um, 
But when that fell through, I suppose, from players, we were definitely disappointed. It would have just been amazing to have the same, like to be connected with the men's in that way with the gear and stuff. Like imagine that for younger generations growing up. As Nasa said, to be able to walk into a shop and buy a Cavan jersey and it's the men's and women's. It's not that, you know, we have to try go onto a specific website to order the women's or there's no such thing as ordering. You can't get it. Mm -hmm. It's like you just go into the shop and buy it like the way they do with the men's. I just think like that's, you know, especially for ones growing up. That's I just keep thinking of the younger generation yeah. and and the men have been extremely yeah. accommodating to us so too like at the end of the day we're not under their umbrella so really they don't have to give us anything like yeah. even in Breffney you know we're getting the use of the kitchen the hurlers shared the pitch with us the other night like things like that like people don't know that that's happening but they don't need the men's yeah. board don't need to yeah, facilitate us you know but they are yeah I I, I I'm my head's still spinning in a lot of ways from this, but so user, as I said at the very start of this, these are all very uncomfortable having to do this, but what's the next step here? What what do you want to come out from this? Because it, it is now public. It's going to be out there. What are you hoping that will happen as a result? Um, I suppose I think that we look at the men, um, their relationship with the county board, how they're, I suppose supported by their county board and it's easy to look as a comparison of what we get to the men and we are not looking for equality because I think that's unrealistic but I think we're looking for the bare minimum to allow us to perform that we can turn up to train and not think about things like gear things like money expenses things like people being able to get the training People yeah. being able having to get to training, at training. <laughs> having a full squad at training, mm. being able to give a fair account of ourselves because we have a full squad at training. I think it's just allowing us to perform at our highest standards yeah. with the bare minimum. I don't think it's like, I think equality is, down it's, the line. it's down the, down line, the line. Um, And it's something that obviously like women, yeah, women's sport is progressing so much and mm. everyone can see that in Ireland. But at the minute, it's just, um, yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Like, I want them to believe that the money that they're going to spend on us is money well spent. And we appreciate everything that's been spent on us. But, you know, at the end of the day, we hope to be successful and to make the money back by, you know, through sponsorship and through different things and through being seen on TV if you yeah. get to league final or getting to an Ulster final or, you know, being in the paper you know publicity yeah. you hope to get it back that way but at the minute we don't have calving gear to even be seen or to be you know yeah and yeah. I think as Lauren just said there um like looking towards the men and you know maybe communicating with them how that now we completely understand the men bringing more money like we know that before like anyone thinks oh well should they make this they have this attendance at their games like we know all that like we but like as I said earlier on we offered to fundraise you know and that was turned down. So like, I don't know, I think we just want to create the awareness and just like to really, you know, if they want to see us excel, like the bare minimum is kind of all we're asking for. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, again, we will see about if there is another side of the story. I, yeah. don't, I don't see it there at this moment. I cannot, I can't understand the, the frame of mind to use girls are in or how you are concentrating on football at, at this moment in time and doing well 
Uh, I'm sure he will be doing an awful lot better if these little needs were taken care of and and, and just being able to concentrate on your preparation. So, um, look, at, I, I, I hope it gets solved. I really hope that everybody gets in on the ship and starts moving in the one direction. But Like that we, like as a team, we want a response. We want to work together like this isn't, attack. you know, an attack or anything. We want to work together so that Calvin ladies can be as successful as possible. Like it's not them versus us and it's never been that way we want a response from them to hopefully get this thing moving yeah, and yeah. to get the bare minimum for the team is there is there a next step if you don't get a response has that been thought of I don't know like like a next step like I was just about to say okay we'll sit down we'll put a plan in place and then I just thought to myself but there was a plan, a plan put in place there mm. is a charter there that was supposed Broken. to be followed so um, oh the next we step said, I, like maybe getting over this weekend and yeah the talk so, about maybe not playing the last game like yeah if that's what it comes to it's what it comes to but it's okay. yeah like we don't want that that's no you know like I don't know what is going to come from this nobody knows what's no, going to yeah. come from this yeah. you know hopefully it goes well I don't know what's mm. going to happen but the talk of striking has yeah oh, crossed our minds it's, yeah, yeah. it's our either that or our play our management could possibly walk yeah. either yeah. Which we don't want. We would rather strike and to keep our management than to for our management to walk away and so be left with thing, nothing. If we so didn't the have them, we bit stable. Yeah, they've been constant. Yeah, and without them, we would have a way less of what we have right now. We wouldn't be getting buses to matches. We probably wouldn't be getting our wrap before the game as a pre-match food. Like they literally, we wouldn't have, have the panel of girls because it's enjoyable. Yeah. Considering all these things that it's going on, training is so yeah. enjoyable and professional as much as it can be. You know. And like it was hard to know whether to speak out about this or not because you don't know what way it's going to be received. Again your parents probably going to listen to this that maybe have children on underage teams that might be like I don't want my yeah. child involved in that and that's the last thing we want we you know we it's get on a, so well as a group it. and the managers and stuff and I just you know we want to keep seeing Calvin progress so much so like maybe now by us speaking out can solve these problems now so that younger generations and anyone coming through next year and so on that they won't have to deal with this I feel like yeah. it's got to a stage now where it has to be spoken out about yeah. and yeah. as someone said to me like if you don't do it, NASA, who is yeah. going to do it? Yeah. So I think even looking at 19 students in Dublin, I mean, that shows the age profile of our squad at the minute yeah. Yeah. and how successful our underage is. It's going to continue being like that for the next couple of years, hopefully. Yeah. So this has to be solved yeah. for future years. I mean, it has to. there has to be a solution that it allows people to be in college and play county football. What age do you know? I'm 21. 21. Do you see yourself at this moment in time if things don't change? Do you see yourself playing for Calvin in five years' time? Uh, no. To no. it's no. next year is a push. Next year's <laughs> five a push. years, yeah. like yeah, yeah. And people question why aren't some girls committing? Like it's very simple, you know. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I think that's the best way to leave it. Yeah. Thanks, girls. Thanks, Thanks, everyone. So my thanks to NASA board to. Lauren McFeehy and Ashlyn Shorten for taking the time to come in and talk to us and highlight what uh, they feel the issues are going on at this moment in time. I do want to point out that I've contacted or we have contacted the Cavan Ladies County Board, but they have declined to comment at this time. So um, obviously the right of reply is always there for them at any point. But 
hopefully the issue can be resolved. Hopefully all sides can get into a room and uh, iron out these these little problems that, that need need to be solved because I think there's um, massive barriers to to performance uh, in the way of these girls at this moment in time. So hopefully they can get it solved. Thanks a million for listening to the McAvoy's Super Value GA podcast. Don't forget to check out our diehards service over on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan where we'll be looking back over Cavan's defeat to Antrim at the weekend in the Alliance National Football League Division 3. We'll be looking ahead to this weekend's final round game where Cavan take on for Mana. We'll also look back over the minors action and be looking around all of the Camogie hurling and football in Cavan GA. Yes it was great, yes it was great, yes it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the it was hard, fast football after that. You're in Kevin, Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then the cave, and it's over the lap, and Kevin are not buried yet. Kevin doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Kevin! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah!